Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another exciting Anal Probe segment. Join us as we break down the topics in the title and oh, so much more on every episode. Do you love the Anal Podcast? Feel free to leave a review, subscribe, or even tell a friend. It helps us get noticed, and we love to get noticed. You can email the pod at a new American Legacy at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at a new American LE1. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. Tonight I am joined by Jacob, John, Mike, Rochelle, Rose and Jared, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Jacob from Jacob's Bipolar Adventures, and I've had a breakthrough. Hi, I'm John, and I know how many raccoons big your butthole is. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm really excited for Rochelle's big news. Hey, I'm Rochelle, and I don't have any big news yet because I don't have a decision. Hey, my name's Rose, and I'm going to bitch about the same stuff I always bitch about, and just get your vaccine. That would be wonderful. No, it's perfect. I don't know why my mic stopped working. I don't know. It's very well, strange. You were being hacked. Huh. Yeah, I'm anonymous getting you. Well, I don't know. I got this. I got this Bluetooth dongle so I could use my Bluetooth earbuds. Hey, save um, it for our OnlyFans, buddy. All right. Just... <laughs> we're here to talk about Texas's constitutional carry law. That's where we're starting. And from Pennsylvania, as I am, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal because we have open carry here. So what's everyone else's position on the fact that Texas now has a gun law the same as we've had forever? I mean, it's this probably the same in Arizona because, you know, people walk around with guns just, just around because it's Arizona. So are nope. you an open nope. carry state? I, think I don't so. think we are. Or we're not. Oh, oh. sounds Googleable. Oh, yes. ask Dr. Google. Wait, can, can I get a clarification on this, Rob? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, Pennsylvania is an open carry state, but you need a license, like a license that you have a gun and you can open carry it. Is Texas a license or it's just, it's Wild West? You do not need a license in Pennsylvania. You need a okay. license to think... conceal carry. Oh. Oh. Okay. You need Never a license mind. for a, a, a rifle, but... You don't need a license for shotgun or pistol, I believe. Okay, I think that's where I was confused, but I think Arizona is a CCW, concealed carried weapon. You need to have a license or training or whatever. Correct. In Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. you have to have a license to carry a concealed weapon. So if, if the gun is just hanging off your belt, just dangling out there for the world to see... Just, yep. it's fine. Just yeah, going to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. You can't do it in cities of first class. Or uh, schools. Schools count. Schools have special rules. You cannot oh, open yeah. carry in a school zone. You got to put it in your backpack. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Straight to <laughs> the locker. Conceal, right? You can't conceal and carry either. Does nobody want to know how many raccoons big their butthole is? I mean... I figured that you figured what this out kind of in some professional way, so I wasn't really sure. Also, how do you know how big know? my butthole is? I, well, I just know the standard butthole dilation. What kind of a what, How big is a raccoon? How did you gather your standard butthole and standard raccoon metrics? I just yeah, used yeah. Dr. Google. So the standard butthole can dilate to seven inches without tearing. And a raccoon... Um, you think they're bigger than seven inches, right? Because they are, but they can fit through holes that are, you know, between three and four inches. Anything their head fits through. Right. So Those I figure the standard butthole is two raccoons big. Uh, what? Great. I love it how Mike, Mike just left. He's Mike like, no, I'm, I'm going Mike to a different left. channel. I can't handle this. <laughs> Why did I go to general? <laughs> oh man, you were out! <laughs> I can't take it! I don't know how many raccoons big my butthole is! <laughs> I thought you might have gone over there. Well, I, just, I was testing. saying it's like some, some gerbil situation right there, knowing uh, no, that the I... raccoon could just whoop up there. Well, I'm very upset that you've introduced all of this knowledge during our <laughs> gun conversation. Well, I, I mean, when else am I going to do it? I mean, fair. There is no proper segue to... But Mike, it's not the groundhog, it's the two groundhogs. I thought you said raccoon. 
Wait. Or yeah, oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stuck. Oh, missing me mi mixing metrics. Uh -oh. Because yeah. they can sorry. fit in a hole between three to four inches wide, and right. two of them could fit. Yeah, it's less. Yep, it's less yep. seven inches. They See, Mike knows already. That's why he dipped. He already knew. <laughs> I guess I can just fucking form like a raccoon, like twist drill thing and crawl up your ass. I, I don't understand why this would. Happen. I think you might have to dilate the butthole first. I'm not sure. And this is why my editing skills are needed. So why? guns. Yes. Back to guns. We're done with the guns. They shoot raccoons into your butt they hole. Can't. They can't. <laughs> if any raccoons are trying to get in your butt, if you're in Pennsylvania, you can have a gun visibly on you and not be in trouble as long as you're 18 plus. Or, or no, 21 a, plus. 21 plus depends on. If you're younger, you have to let it climb up. Yes. <laughs> Any younger than that, you gotta let the raccoon do what the raccoon do. Also, city raccoons are allowed to do whatever they want to. Oh. Well, those motherfuckers dance. They know what's up. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you can't have the gun in the in the city, so. So as far as Texas's oh. gun law, being a denizen of Pennsylvania and Arizona, we're not super shocked or anything, because we already have... Just openly carrying a firearm in Pennsylvania is fine. You just have to be a law-abiding citizen who's allowed to own a gun. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's honestly surprising to me, you know, given the reputation of Texas being yeehaw, cowboys, we love our guns, they, that didn't already exist. Like, that's just slightly shocking to me. I figured they'd already have every kind of carry you can imagine under the sun ready to go. Well, yeah, on an, an episode that we had done, we were all kind of surprised at what their current gun laws were because they were kind of bullshit. Well, it's also kind of surprising that it passed on a relatively thin margin in the House. It was approved on an 82 to 62 vote. So it it just kind of narrowly went through along party lines. It wasn't super popular to make that move. Yeah. Probably just bipartisan. Everything is bipartisan, no matter what now, it seems. Uh, and I just checked one more resource. It does say that in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, it says, quote, generally allows the open carrying of firearms without a license. However, Philadelphia is a first class city. It is the only city of the first class in Pennsylvania. So well, there's that's that. bullshit right there without geolocating myself. <laughs> Too late. Uh, yeah. Well, so what's been more annoying is is seeing like the liberal response to all of this on Facebook. It's like, did you know Texas? And like, my friends are from Pennsylvania, and they're like, did you know Texas was just it's just they're just gonna be wild west over there? Like, you mean like it is here? Yeah, they're gonna have a law <laughs> almost as liberal as ours. <laughs> they honestly That's make Indiana funny, look like a liberal state because we still have. Well, yeah, what are your standards? Uh, it's, you know, conceal carry here. So you can open carry if you'd like, but you still have to have a license for conceal carry. So it makes Indiana look like a liberal state. I like how we're using liberal because it's like the most accurate definition of liberal. It's like they're the only section of this spectrum that don't want guns. Liberals are the only ones that don't want guns. I just know if someone comes and tries to take my guns, they're going to have a problem. But if they have guns, it's fine. I probably have more ammo than they do. Your guns fight their guns. Yes. Which, is the, which one is the You're, good gun? Are you a better shot than them? That's what oh, matters. Oh, oh, I am the shot, brother. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. that. I totally <laughs> believe that too. What if, what if, what if it's two good guys with a gun, or what if it's one good guy with a good gun and one good guy with a bad gun, or what if it's two good guys with two bad guns? <laughs> bad gun has a goatee on the end of the barrel. Yeah, that's how you know it's a bad gun. It's got the goatee. If you're the good guy with a gun, Rob, but then a more gooder guy comes with a gun, don't you just automatically lose because the goodest guy with a gun wins? Considering I have a handlebar mustache and a pointy goatee, I don't think I'm the good guy with a gun anymore. Ooh, yes. Wow. I like that. So you lo you'd lose because a good guy with a gun it always wins. By whose what? standard? <laughs> Who because defines whenever, the good and bad? Though? Whenever the good guys have guns, then there's no, then the bad guys can't do any more crime. True. I thought the the bad guys couldn't do any more crime after they passed off a counterfeit twenty and get killed in the streets. Then they don't do any more crime. 
Oh, there's also well, that, COVID, but that's COVID, they're being yeah. killed by good guys with guns. Ah, I see. Ah. Yeah. So you have to get killed by a good guy with a gun. Right. Well, no, we just have to give it, it give all the good guys the guns, and then there won't then the crime just there's no more crime. Perfect. <laughs> Once all the guns are controlled by good guys, crime is over. Yeah. Or just like give one good guy a gun, and he'll be able to fix all of the crime. I saw a pretty funny TikTok. It was uh, kind of making fun of people who uh, don't want to get a vaccine. It's like this guy explaining, you know, the vaccine to another person. It's like, well, I don't know if I should tell you this, but they give weapons, but they only give weapons to some of the people. It's like, and then the other person's like, well, what people? What people get the weapons? It's only the white ones that get the weapons. <laughs> and then the guy who is against vaccines is all of a sudden like, give me vaccine! My favorite funny vaccine TikTok is a guy who is in his car and he's like, this is absolutely outrageous. Look at all these anti-vax protesters just lining the streets. And he flicks the camera around and he's in a graveyard. <laughs> Hey, at least they won't be saddled with awful medical debt. No, their family will. Passes on to the next of kin. I thought we talked about this, and I thought that only some debt passes on to your next of kin. As much debt as they can get off of your next of kin is what transfers. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (sighs) Jesus. Well, as far as the constitutional carry goes, I'm kind of happy for the people of Texas. I, I say f- we need to arm up. I don't know why, but arm up, bitches. Okay. We're going to have to kill each other for electricity in the wintertime again. Well, so. yeah, especially because okay. the Taliban now controls all the lithium and we don't have batteries anymore. What about a bad raccoon what? versus a good groundhog, both with guns? No. They don't know how to use them, though. Raccoons would probably figure it out. Well, they yeah, got, they, they might shoot the themselves trigger. in the face. They got man hands, though. So, Jared, I know you're chomping at the bit. Afghanistan, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a mess. Oh, Me and God. Jacob were discussing it pre-show. The media's portrayal of this, they, they, no one really knows what the fuck to think and or say as far as... I mean, the big joke right now, and it's awful, but it's kind of funny, is the Taliban takeover went smoother than our last presidential transition. Yeah, wasn't that some Chinese <laughs> diplomat made that joke? Yeah, and it's unfortunate, wow. <laughs> but it's incredibly accurate that they just sort of are in charge now. I and I, I have no idea what to think. I've watched you know mainstream media on both sides of the aisle and independent, and no one really knows what to think. Uh, there's there's a lot of finger pointing, but it's mostly at us, as in the U.S. So I just that's woo. What, what, tell me what to feel, Jared. Tell you what to feel. Um, <laughs> what is my opinion, Jared? <laughs> well, I, I mean, the, the, I don't know, like, I, what, what, the interesting thing, weird thing, I don't know, American thing, about the media and the portrayal of this, because logically, if you think, okay, well, if we try to take a step back, right, and just not think of just America propaganda, like, America was an illegally occupying force in Afghanistan for 20 years, 20 years that, you know, did a lot of murder of people and, you know, where did not, the people didn't want them there. And now that we're pulling out on the mainstream, all the news is like, oh, how could we do this? This is so bad. All these bad things are going to happen. And it's like, well, that while a lot of that is true, one again, it like you said, Rob, it's mostly America's fault for not having a better strategy to like you know leave and get all of the you know collaborators and people out of there safely. Which we've that, abandoned all of them, right? Yes. I mean, as far as like every translator, every person that we're like, yo, we got you, bro. Like they're still there. Ah, that's awful. I mean, supposedly the Taliban has granted immunity to the uh, the previous government. I mean, how true that is, I, I don't know. You know, and, and now we have, you know, again, in the in like one of the biggest ironies, right? Now, now there's this whole media campaign, and I don't know if it's just sort of the liberal reaction to this or if it's, you know, some sort of 
drumming up to like reinvade them again and maybe we made a mistake like there's a lot of you know oh think about the women and the girls and all this bad stuff's gonna happen because the Taliban is back and while of course there's 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 truth to that you know with their um, strict Sharia law or however they interpret it and everything and things are gonna get bad but it's like well if you didn't want that to happen maybe you shouldn't have backed the Taliban and the Muhajideen against like the secular socialist government in the 70s and like toppled that government where you know women had I don't specifically know their laws but I think they were equal or, or damn near close to it you know because it was a socialist government oh what it, government? yeah it was socialist yeah oh so yeah. maybe that's why me and Jacob were discussing as I said pre-show like I mean, as far as the Taliban was portrayed to the best of my ability, as far as a takeover, I expected a whole lot more, you know, but things have gone pretty not that way. And they, from, from what independent news media is reporting, they want women to participate in the government they're forming. Whoa. I'm very confused. And even I... whenever you see it portrayed in the media, they're like, they're casually surprised that there's a lot less bang, bang, bang than what they would want to be reporting on. I don't know if that's just a news thing. Almost like they're just normal people. <laughs> well, but I mean, also, I mean, it, it, it really shows how disliked the American occupation was that the, the people there just put up no fight. You know, even well, I was if, gonna right ask, again, like how how badly did the U.S. regime treat the Afghani's versus the Taliban? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of I mean, a lot of civilians died. I mean, and think, and again, if you think about stuff like the Tal, but the previous Taliban, you know, they stopped all of the opium trade and stopped growing the poppy, right? And then guess what happened when America took over? Opium trade back in business. Yeah. And, you know, gear, I mean, right? <laughs> perhaps the people living in Afghanistan did not like that. I mean, it just I think some of that goes to show you no matter how bad the Taliban is. Right. And how reactionary and right wing they are. Still, people are just like, well, you're better than fucking America here. And they're not, you know, putting up some grand fight. And, and then and then and then you have Biden saying shit like. Oh, this was, we were never doing any, uh, I don't know, Jacob, can you do it? Like, we were never doing any nation building, you know, some bullshit like that, even though he said they were doing nation building, like, you know, a few years ago. So. We were never doing any nation building. That was never the goal to do any nation building in Afghanistan. And we were never going to do that. That was never the point of the surge to do nation building. <laughs> And I ran out of opium. Pulling, pulling out of <laughs> yeah. Afghanistan was always inevitable, and it was always going to be messy. We knew it was always going to be messy. We said, why not wait 20 years? Right on cue. That was good. That was wonderful. It, it truly <laughs> makes me wonder, though. Like, it, I, I, I think it's... The, the, the Taliban's in charge of the lithium now. In 2010... We found, yeah, as in America, found an ass load of lithium there, and I have a funny feeling that that might have a lot to do with our continued occupation for the last 10 years, and now the Taliban's in charge of it, and that's what CNN, like, literally reported eight hours ago, I guess, that, like, now the Taliban's in charge of $1 trillion worth of lithium, world's largest deposit. So, Aren't we switching our, to sodium batteries anyway, so... Are we? Are That'd we? be good. Yeah, I've, I've I, heard I that, that that's the next thing. So it wouldn't surprise me that that's the primary reason for us leaving. We just don't need to be there anymore. Well, exactly, yeah, I personally right? have switched to the nickel hydride batteries. I think they're fucking awesome. Well, I think that's a sure. good question, John. Hmm. It's like, well, I have another now? question before we go into that. Oh, okay. um, just just as a as a as a libshit counterpoint to what you were talking about, as far as the Afghans not wanting us there. Mm -hmm. um, but Jared. That's my liberal voice. Okay. But Jared, what about the video where all the Afghani people were trying to climb on the planes and then they found a dead body in the landing gear? Yeah, Jared, what about that? I mean, is is, is that people? I mean, well, I, beat him. I did it. You win. You broke Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just you know, thinking. I mean, it's j just because you don't want to be just because you're afraid of what will happen to you 
if the the bad people take over doesn't mean you liked the other bad people that were there. They wanted um, to come home with us. They wanted I, to jump on the plane. I mean, I look at the situation and think to myself, Stockholm? Like, did they just oh. develop feelings for their literal prisoners? Captors? And then they got smushed in landing gear. I really don't know. Like, I'm I'm not an Afghan person, so I I have no real clue. But yeah, I mean, there's there's no guarantee the Taliban will be better or worse. Um, and just a little anecdotal thing. I don't know if I talked about this, but I was talking to somebody at a fire uh, while the Olympics were happening. And uh, the, it, did anybody see where the the guy that like terrorist won a shooting competition? Yes, no. I did not. <laughs> yeah, because so, he was from Iran, right? Is that it? He's right. Just so, so yeah. I was talking to this dude, and and I was like, "Wait, what happened?" I was playing dumb. And he's like, "Yeah, this terrorist from Iran yeah, won a medal crazy. or a gold medal or something," uh, because of course he has to be a terrorist and stuff. And he's like, "Well, I mean," so I was just being a dick, and I said, "So." I mean, if he's like the best in the world at it and he's a human on the earth, does he not have a right to compete in the Olympics? He's like, well, he's a terrorist. They murder people. And I was like, well, we do that too. And that was yeah. like his only definition of terrorist was murderer. It's like, we, well, then we're terrorists. We're all just terrorists. Well, yeah, we all, everyone yes, is. That is correct. So, I mean, socially, mm-hmm. the conversation ended because it's like one of those things. Neither one of us wanted to poke too much. No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't have an answer for this, but. It's just, oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that was a good question. It's been 20 years. Why there for, tw- why now is America pulling its troops out, right? I mean. Because Trump said he was going to do it and Biden had no choice but to follow he through. Had, he had no choice. It's just, it's just really? Trump's fault. Oh, okay. Um, now let's look at this through capitalistic eyes. It's the lithium. We wanted the lithium and then the lithium became more hassle than it's worth for whatever reason or technology has been developed that makes the lithium less valuable to us. Hence sodium batteries or is that the case? Is lithium just not that valuable? So we're like, fuck it, you're on your own Afghanistan where you don't need your lithium. Well, as with most most choices that like appear moral or otherwise, they're capitalistically or money based very typically like you know we've talked about why we ended slavery um because it was just capitalistically beneficial um why did we do that i mean it's always just because it's capitalistically beneficial why why aren't we keeping people home and giving them two thousand dollars a month why you know it's just why did we let people stay home so that all the working class didn't die out and we'd have people to make us money but now we don't have to worry about that as much anymore so we're just gonna go full speed ahead it's always just money based that's the only way the only reason anybody makes anybody in power makes decisions it's based on their pocket but we left afghanistan because it's too expensive well i mean and i think that's i mean that's probably part of it i mean it might be too that again people i know some people are wondering like that the transition was too smooth right even like is did the u.s make some sort of agreement with the taliban right and maybe like you're saying Maybe they made an agreement and they're like, oh, they'll give us a big chunk of their lithium at a good price. And so we don't have to have all that military there. Now we can take it elsewhere. Right. Um, Yeah. Am I the only one in wrong and thinking that there's a whole lot less, you know, than then there should have been in a Taliban takeover? Seems like there was way more of that. But between Israel and Palestine, like, yeah, like no bloodshed really it seems like in afghanistan yeah they were talking about like single I mean, people incidents. that died killed themselves like they tried stupid shit like climbing into land to give a plane thought they'd survive like that's well, dumb i didn't i thought that some american troops opened fire on some people yes but well. they weren't oh, actually taliban i don't think they were listed as unknown gunmen well no no i thought this was american soldiers that they so opened they fire sh- on some people like trying to probably get, get away or something uh, I, don't, I don't know the, the story. That I, just... I don't know about i know that the person who would the people that were shot and killed were not lit did not say that they were taliban forces they were just two gunmen that were shot and killed and that was at the whole airport mess right and it's like well who died and what was their role how many people <sighs> died on january 6th like three right 
The woman got trampled, the woman got shot, and then I think there was one more. Oh, the cop, the cop Are we talking similar death tolls to the January 6th insurrection and a Taliban takeover? Oh. Oh, maybe proportionally. I mean, we're probably we'd dealing with look, a lot more people comparatively with a Taliban takeover in an entire country versus one insane group of Trumpers versus Capitol Police. And the, that, 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 I'm breaking That's an interesting thing. thread to pull. Like, it's, this isn't like they're just, they're not taking anything over. They're just, just coming back. Yeah. The boys are just, back in town. Yeah. They're just oh, yeah. moving back into back. the room. There's no, they're not like, taking anything from anybody. We were told that there was a government in place that was going to stay in place. We were told that there was a Afghan army that was large enough to stave off the Taliban. And then what happened? They just gave up and peacefully gave it all over. It's, it was too good to be true. Something else was at work. I think you're right. Too good to be true means it is. Yeah. I mean, we none of us know, really know the subtleties of any of that transition of power, etc. Safe bet that it's money-based. Like, wh yeah. why else would it All be? All those weapons that were left behind are certainly worth some money. Well, right? yeah. I mean, and how pissed are police officers that they don't get to have those? I yeah, even saw, yeah, there's that article so about that. I'm sure they're, they're really mad that they brought that, you know, jumbo jet full of people instead of their military-grade hardware they could have had for themselves, you know? They've got to find a different way to kill all those people they brought back. I don't know. The whole situation is super confusing yeah. to me because the media's portrayal of it is confusing. Um, it did. It, it. Oh. Yeah, the 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 situation, the, the way it, it it came down in general, is confusing, and I don't know if that's just because I have been you know fed enough misinformation from enough sources to have expected a different outcome than what reality dictated, or be yeah, sure was, not a bug. Yeah, fair. Well, well, I mean, again, is it confusing because we're not the good guys? Uh, is God, that I mean? A good point. Mm. Or is it, or is it confusing? It, I mean, is it confusing because I, and I think the sentiment that a lot of people, right. It's like we were there for 20 years and we, and that's the thing. It's but like why? <laughs> half but, my fucking life. Well, but also think about it. Like we didn't like the Americans didn't do shit. They, they guarded stuff, right? They guarded opium fields, maybe lithium mines. Like where was the infrastructure? Like if the fucking government okay if america occupied them against their will but then maybe they built schools and they built power plants and roads and like infrastructure and made sure that their agricultural sector was able to feed everyone and all this shit like right and 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 that makes i mean and this is a thing that makes me wonder too right so we didn't do anything and i wonder if this is like part of a pivot so we're we're pulling out of there. So who is is the Taliban going to turn to the to help them? Right? It's not us. Like I saw something, and like the only it's like, I think it's Russia, China, Pakistan, and there was like a fourth country. They're like the only fourth um, consulates that are yeah, left. Yeah. What do they have local? Pakistan, Istanbul. I'm not geography. It's not a strong student mind. Well, I I was just speaking of like the embassies that like they were still allowed to be there, right? Oh, so, so, they, I mean, who, so the who U.S. embassy is gone? Well, yes. Yeah, because they, they, they tore they, it down. They, the ones that weren't evacuated, right? That were afraid, right? The ones that, I mean, because like if the America is going to occupy you for 20 years and just not do anything to help, you're going to look to America's enemies, right? Who Or at least oppose them on some level to help you. So, you know, like China, Russia and other countries are going to come in and like, We'll build infrastructure. So that kind of makes me wonder if this is maybe going to be used as a propaganda tool. Like, okay, right, we have to, like, the Taliban is bad. And, like, let's forget that, like, you know, we help, you know, the U.S. helped make the Taliban. And, like, you know, Jimmy Carter with Operation right? Cyclone, the Mujahideen, some of them became the Taliban. And, like, Reagan, like, high-fived the Taliban back in the day. Best bros. Like, well, forget about that. Right, and we would say, "Oh, Taliban's bad." Look, China's building railroads for them. China's building this, or Russia's building this for them, and then that is able to start, you know, a propaganda for some new tensions 
against China or Russia or something like that. So I feel like that might be an angle now at this point, too, you know, in addition to what Rob was saying. Right. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah, you're going to you're going to need a uh, like between Daddy. this instance of terrorists, quote, and uh, the next instance instance of terrorists that we've manufactured by doing this will need another enemy. So Russia and China is going to have to step in there for 20, you know, 15, 20 years or so until the next Al Qaeda comes through, because we've all we've done now is just manufacture more hatred toward america more anti-western sentiment yeah that's that's all we've done so perpetual self-feeding monster randomly reminded me i learned a fun fact i guess oh, quote no. unquote fun fact i didn't yeah i didn't know this because i was still a baby i mean i wasn't a baby but i was a baby politically when the whole um 9-11 and the afghanistan invasion and everything happened but so i didn't know this so the taliban right they were like they said, yo, Bush, fuck Osama, we'll give him to you, but you just gotta, but we'll give him to you, but you gotta try him in like an international court in a neutral Muslim country. So they were ready to give him up as long as he got a fair, a, you know, a fair trial, essentially. And Bush was like, nah, we're gonna fucking invade you. And that asshole has the gall to say he feels bad about what's happening. Just fuck you, George Bush. Fuck you. This hypocrisy knows no no bounds <laughs> that sort of feeds the the narrative where all we're it, it really seems like all we're trying to do there is manufacture the next us versus them conflict yeah it's but but it's funny because it feels like hollywood just remaking an old movie right now that's what it feels like like well, they're just trying to remake this wrestling. concept but yeah oh you're right you're right but it's like a conflict that they're they're, they're remastering this conflict you know, yeah. Director's yeah. cut. Sure. Also, the country is founded on conflict. Like, yep. it's founded on an us versus them. Murder. It's founded on kicking out the natives and killing them. Well, there's that. It's, you know, it's uh, leaving the British. It's, you know, there's there's theming of the natives. There's theming of the British. There's, it's it's not a country that's founded on, you know, good any good reason. Maybe that's why Giraffe can't find anything good. <laughs> Maybe that's why Giraffe has to work so fucking hard. I think he gave up because there isn't anything. Yeah, he's been looking. I keep tabs All on right. the Giraffe. All right. Well, uh, the, the Afghanistan thing is going to be wildly developing. But as far as like hostile country takeovers go, I mean, this one went about as smooth as the insurrection on the 6th. So, I mean, take that for whatever it means. It wasn't know. a hostile takeover. That's what it means. I guess. And we're going to move on to brighter topics, and I'm sure Rose is going to have something to say about this in Jacob too, which I see they're both muted, so I'm going to casually just draw out my words until they unmute. Oh, look, they've done it. Jacob's back, so we'll ask the burning question. How, how's Brittany? Nope. We're not talking about Brittany right now. She can be later in bonus content. We need to talk about Jacob's breakthrough. Yeah, so, yeah, brief rundown. Um, I went to a kickboxing class on Saturday morning and then found out on Monday night that at that kickboxing class was somebody who tested positive for COVID. Tuesday morning, I went and got a COVID test. And that same night, I got the results back and found out that I have a breakthrough case. I am in no way, shape or form amused by that. I'm asymptomatic at this point. I'm not really experiencing much of anything that I can notice. I don't have any fever. I don't have any cough or congestion or any, uh, any side effects that I could really report. It genuinely made me upset. I, I couldn't say definitively that that person was unvaccinated, but you know, my inkling would be that they weren't, but, you know, I can't say that they weren't, but it makes me really just really upset that we live in this climate where there are people who are still saying things that like they're on the fence about it or that or that they consider it to be a personal choice or this or that. We hear that sort of rhetoric from people who won't get the vaccine all the time. Now that I've been affected by it in this way, I am 
really pissed off because I don't I don't want to quarantine even though I am going to quite, you know, because it's my personal responsibility to do that for the safety of others. I, I have to do that. I don't like being lonely. I don't like isolating. I don't think anybody does. This is not a situation that I wanted to be in. I am really pissed off to a, to a degree. I understand some of the tribalism that's going on where, you know, you see a story about a politician who rails on and on about how we don't have to mask in different places and about how getting the vaccine is a choice. And then that person develops COVID and you almost want to laugh, but you know, you shouldn't laugh because you know, that person is now going through COVID, but there's that tribalism that's going on. You lose a little bit of your sympathy as a human being. I've noticed that I have lost a little bit of it because selfish assholes are filling up hospital beds because they are selfish assholes. That's all it comes down to. They're selfish assholes and they're filling up hospital beds and they're getting people who, like myself, got their vaccines, masked up. I even was masking in drive-throughs for God's sakes and they're getting us infected again. And it makes me so mad. Rant over. <laughs> No, you're totally allowed to be Legit. pissed. Yeah. Unfortunately, the people that aren't vaccinated have mutated the virus enough now that our cushion's gone, and people who are vaccinated are more likely to get sick. I think that brings up a new kind of, a new crop of, like, small issues, just because I've recently moved into an externship that is, like, the last part of my school. And so I need to be uh, facing the public uh, all the time. And where, I, where I'm externing, you have to wear a mask as soon as you are in the building. But I'm still like anxiety level 10. And I've been vaccinated since April. Like as soon as I was eligible, I was begging them to stick me in the arm. I'm still a little afraid. And when I say a little bit, I mean like anxiety level eight to nine, just like baseline. That's my regular now because I don't have health insurance and I'm a little worried. Like if I do get sick, maybe, maybe I'll die. And then my family will be saddled with all this medical debt. Or maybe I will just get sick and I'll miss two weeks of this externship and then I'll get fired. And then this will happen. And then I'll like have to default on all these student loans and... Uh -huh. Good news is, as an individual who received the vaccine, there has been no breakthrough deaths from COVID. As soon as there is, I'm sure it'll be all over the news. But as far as yeah. I know, there has not been a breakthrough COVID death. If you're vaccinated, you might yeah. get sick. You probably so, won't. There was an interesting thing I learned from uh, a SciShow video about the vaccine. The vaccine, the, the vaccines that we're using now, the ones that are in production... Those were specifically created not to prevent transmission, only to minimize the symptoms. So it's not weird that breakthroughs are happening. This is expected, nope. but it still sucks a lot. <laughs> Rochelle, I wanted to jump back to you because I can understand your anxiety level a million. Try and just offer like a little bit of advice from what I've been trying to do. Try and stay as absolutely on top of your shit as you can and try and shift your focus of like all these what if negatives and just think about, you know, all right, how am I protecting myself today? What surfaces mm -hmm. do you think I need to be wiping off? Like when I go into work, I start my day off because I'm in the hospital. I take fucking gloves and I wipe my entire computer station down. Every freaking thing that I'm going to be touching in the patient's room, outside the patient's room, at my computer, everything gets wiped because I'm not fucking around. Same with like, yeah. I pay attention, I wash my hands, you know, just going through like, when you start to get really anxious about, okay, there's a lot of people here, like there's a lot of things going on. Take a step back, you know, think about your distance. How far away are you from these people? Can you step back a couple steps and just speak up a little bit? You know, it's hard to try and remember that kind of stuff, but if you try and shift some of your anxiousness to focusing on, all right, how am I going to prevent me from getting this disease? 
what am I going to do? What are my next steps? And just like trying to have that like going through your head instead of I'm going to get sick. There's too many people here. Like what if these people are unvaccinated? You know, like your mind races. And I understand that. It I, does. It definitely does. And you go through every scenario. You go through, you know, what if I'm dead in a hospital bed like tomorrow? I do the exact same shit because I'm an anxious fucking bitch. But it really has helped me, you know, drink a lot of water, stay really hydrated, mm -hmm. try and clear your system out all the time. Drink, um, you know, get vitamin C, like just protect your immune system, eat your fruits and veggies, you know, eat your proteins. You just got to like build up your body, make it strong. You're going to have to be around people. You're going to have to do all these like extra steps to try and prevent yourself and stay healthy. And it sucks but at least it can bring a little bit of comfort to, okay, I am doing all these things. I'm going to have a good attitude about this and I'm staying safe and I will not get COVID. That's what I literally try and do every day because God, knock on wood, thank the Lord. I have not gotten COVID and I've worked as a frontline worker the entire pandemic. And I got my vaccine, one of the earliest people before a lot of even higher ups. I got it in December. Like I was right alongside like, two other hospitals that got it in Pittsburgh first. And it's terrifying, like taking care of these patients all the time, like going into the room, is my N95 fitting appropriately? Are my shoes completely covered with stuff? Is my hair net com completely covering all of my hair? My goggles covered? I completely feel the anxiety and the panic. Um, I can hear it in your voice and I'm really sorry you feel like that just through my own, you know, trying to heal and discover myself and therapy. Like I've really found just going through the things that I can change and things that I can make, like, you know, I can wipe the surfaces and that's like one prevention. Like I constantly wash my hands. I scrub like all the way up to my like mid forearm sometimes. Like mm -hmm. I wipe my glasses off, you know, I don't know if you wear glasses or not, but that's like a big thing too. Like it's mm -hmm. getting through your eyes. So oh, yeah wiping the glasses some people even can put like little bits of um you can put like bacitracin or like a vaseline in your nasal passages that's what we do to prevent MRSA in a lot of surgical patients in the hospital so um just like all these kind of little tidbits just to think about remember try and focus and on to I'm not even dealing with humans I just want to make that clear I <laughs> I deal with animals <laughs> but we still have the humans come in the room the clients quote-unquote clients our patient is the animal uh our clients are the humans and it's it's such a mix here in the city especially the uh the animal hospital that i am externing at right now is kind of on the edge of like really rich white right wing type of neighborhoods. I hate being so like general and just making that type of thing, that blanket statement, but that's how they are. And it, it does get me worried because it's, it's a small exam room when you're bringing the patient in and you have the client at the same time, masks are required from everybody, but you also are just kind of afraid this is the most people that i've been exposed to since like march 2020 when i was still working in finance and working at home and i was still afraid to go to the grocery store now i just have all these people that i'm like oh, it's like in this small room with you oh, i'm doing my best and everything is always getting wiped down my hands are very uh chapped a little bit i guess <laughs> It may be the accelerationist in me or the fact that like COVID, but I mean, I think everyone's going to get it, whether you're vaccinated or not. I think at this point it's coming for everybody. You're either asymptomatic and I've already had it. I just, I think that I think Delta spreads too well. You know, mm. honestly, I am not as much afraid of being sick as I am of like any kind of medical debt or yeah just just the financial part of it so, so wait a minute wait a minute let me let me rewind this to make sure i'm gathering you you are more worried 
that you will have debt than getting sick and dying? Well, yeah, because if I do have any kind of medical debt... We really do live in a capitalistic death cult, don't we? I am terrified that that would go to my parents. Especially after my younger brother passed away. That is huge on my brain of, like, why? Why did I even decide to go back to school and then, like, go into the medical field right now? I don't know. I don't want to ever leave anyone with anything. I don't want to pass this disease to anybody. I don't want to get sick and not be able to afford the care. I don't want anything like that to happen. And it's not for me. It's mostly because of the people that are around me that I love. I find it incredibly sweet and wonderful that you have so much empathy. But girl, that's going to get you so burnt. I know. I'm trying to yeah, well. Definitely got to work on that because my empathy was about going to kill me. And with like. It's really hard to find that balance. Rose, you're even paid to have it. I know. It's really hard. It's really hard. <laughs> you can't Sometimes pay for I... empathy. You can't restock <laughs> that. No, shit. it really. Empathy oh. is kind of a finite resource. Limited. Takes a lot of energy to be empathetic. It takes a lot of imagination mm -hmm. to be empathetic. I wonder if there's I wonder if there's a way to like actually meter the restoration of someone's empathy. And isn't that just like meditating and stuff? Isn't that I don't like, know, my shit's all burnout. Yeah, sure. Restock your Maybe? empathy. <laughs> I think you also have to like you have to touch a dog. Oh, oh my dog does. I when I touch her I feel love and joy, but other than that I'm pretty burnout. Those those mm. those things are foundations for empathy. Something else to think about, if I could go on another communist rant for a second. Please do it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of justified anger about all these people not getting vaccinated. But in terms of, you know, who who to bl blame and empathy, like, I think it's important to keep in mind that, like, the fucking anti-vax industry, it's like a, a million dollar industry. Just ask Rand point. Paul's like, wife. They're people making, they're making a fuck ton of money. Like... There's a, I mean, I was like researching this to see if I could find anything interesting earlier. And there was a study in like 20, uh, what is this, 2020. And it's like vaccine related advertising in a Facebook, in Facebook ads. And they found that like two buyers accounted for 54% of the anti-vaccine advertising content. And then this is in 2018 when Facebook just still let anti-vax people advertise. But, like, 54% of all ads, I mean, that has to be thousands, if not almost, you know, who knows, right? I don't think they disclosed how much money was spent, but it's, like, a lot of money. Only two companies. One of those is, like, what, Robert F. Robert Kennedy Jr. or whatever. Is one of them PragerU? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But again, but even PragerU, right? That's, like, a, a million, you know, a million dollar YouTube quote-unquote university funded by billionaires right i mean yep. the, the thing to keep in mind is that like a lot of these people are just duped by these you know people that are making millions of dollars by On companies man. yes yes i mean again anti-vax started because one vax one vaccine company wanted to undercut another vaccine company so they made a deal Holding with a it up was the double dose deal <laughs> one company made it in a single yeah. dose and the other one wanted to charge for two right mm -hmm. we've went over this before no no they wanted to break the emma the, right. the three yeah. mmr one into yeah. three separate vaccines and make you pay separately yeah. that was the scam and that's part of the movement <laughs> yeah yeah and that and that's which is the irony right because i mean if you think about it again we live under capitalism where as as John pointed out earlier, all the decisions made by capitalists are not what is best for humanity or even a community, a small community of people. It's what makes them money. So because of that, people have a real distrust of the government that is, you know, um, just does the whims right of whatever the capitalist wants. They have a real feel of the pharmaceutical companies that have shown that they don't give a fuck. Like, they don't care if, you know, like John Johnson & Johnson, right? They all, oh, they they had too much, um, fuck, what was, too much arsenic in their baby powder, and they covered it up for years, and a bunch of women got ovarian cancer, and then it's like, oops, 
So, I mean, these people have a real distrust and it just plays into that. You know, it, it plays into this valid distrust people have with the system. Only, like, right, it leads them astray, which I think is the thing that we have to kind of keep in mind. Like, a lot of these people... I mean, they've just been duped because, I mean, history has shown them that you can't really trust the government. You can't really trust these companies, right? And then they have people going, you can't, oh, yo, no, you definitely can't trust them. And they go, oh, yeah, that makes sense, you know? So is it like a lack of critical thinking or is it a misapplication of critical thinking? Probably both. Well, I, I mean, again, it's... Like, how did we figure out that this shit is bullshit? Yeah, like... We figured it out. How did we well, do it? I mean, we could be wrong, but I think I think people know how to think critically because we do it all the time. But to know how to do it properly is another thing entirely. Like proper critical thinking mm. takes proper channels and proper measures and considers proper things. Just critical thinking, just like thinking about something critically, doesn't necessarily always result in the correct answer or I, you know, I've, I've certainly never been correct 100% of the time. There was that one time I was wrong about something you have to, but you have to know how to do it. And the problem is we don't really teach how to do that. No, because if we did, the flat earthers wouldn't even be a thing because they'd be applying critical thinking properly. Right. Well, and they, they might still want to be a, part of a club though. Well, right. But that's a no, perfect it, example though, because they are critically thinking. They're just not doing it right. Well, no, but no, it, no, exactly, Mike. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that because I think it, it like, it really depends on, right? I mean, where your, you know, your first questioning about this stuff comes and and what rabbit hole you go down, right? I was fortunate that my roommate, when I lived in, in New Jersey, was a communist. <laughs> and when I went deep, like he was there to be like, "Hey, read some, read some Marx, read some Lenin, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, right? But I'm also fortunate your roommate wasn't a communist because I'd probably still be a liberal, right? Yeah. What... <laughs> so what I'm hearing is this: <laughs> communist is a disease. It spreads from Jared. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> to I didn't. I'm not sure that I'm a communist though, but I'm not a liberal. Whether you're a, an, an anarchist or a Marxist, if you want the same goal, you're a if you want a stateless, classless, moneyless society, you're a communist. Okay. However, yes, you want to get I there. But I have, to, I think we have to remember, like, if you start going down like a rabbit hole, and you know, maybe you know, all oh, pharmaceutical companies are bad, and then you start, you know, doing all this critical thinking, and you're like, oh, this stuff doesn't make sense, right? Again, to 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 uh, you know bring up peter coffin again like he talks about what things that happen now it's it's like cultivating identity right so the system that we we are in it like cultivates an identity for you to to like latch on to and to like be a part of that defines who you are so oh. eventually right you're so that, deep is that an us i mean we probably fall i mean i definitely fall into no, that to I some meant extent and us not us but, but an and us, us versus them yeah, the yes. Anus, A-N-U-S. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. But, but, but. No, no, I wasn't making a joke, but that's like. Yes. You're, 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 okay, yeah, you weren't making building, a joke. Okay. You're building a okay. cohort. The okay. joke just okay. happened. The, the Anus just happened, Jared. <laughs> sure, oh, sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Here. An orifice. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, well, again, because some anti-vax guy, you know, that I'm tacitly friends with on Facebook, he posts this, right? And I think it's, it's really topical, you know, is what we're talking about. It's like, again, I have no idea the truthfulness of this dumb meme he posts, but it's the, the, uh, the text of it is the ash conformity experiments were a series of psychological experiments conducted by Solomon Ash during the 1950s, dot, dot, dot. Ash found that people were willing to ignore reality and give an incorrect answer in order, and this is in bold, to conform to the rest of the group. You have people in their own in-group thinking that they're better than other groups because they're not conforming to another group, right? So you've cultivated this identity of your own group that you think is better than another group, right? And that's, that's the us. just how the... Also, yeah. The sort of tribalism right there. And that's kind of how that's used and manipulated in capitalist society, right? 
gets people to buy shit and everything. Well, capitalists capitalize on everything. Because I think that was one of the big things when they switched the marketing. Um, I forget in what decade it was, but it, it went from, right, how products are work and how long they last to how does this make you feel, right? And how does this product define who you are? So when, that when that switch happened, like, it, be this whole new type of consumer identity happened. And, like, now we're seeing the, the ramifications of that. Like, we see, like, on these online spaces where they've cultivated this whole in-group and it's based, like on some critical thinking but also how you feel it's just as good of a this is good of a validation as anything else though right if you feel the same way as these people like you're in their group kind of right i mean that's just the ir irony of this meme like i'm not gonna post something like that because like i i try to feel like i'm more rational and scientific the way i i look at things and i'm not gonna immediately like discount every other person because they're wrong like oh prove please prove me wrong and i'll change my mind right i've changed my mind throughout my life i've i went from being like growing up like a a you know i kind of i don't know a, a, a middle like a moderate liberal and now like i'm all the way left right my, my ideas have changed so please prove me wrong and like change my ideas but you know that's like the irony is is the opposite of that that people like think that i'm i am definitely right and everyone else is wrong you know and and the people that are posting that are like definitely wrong well i think john i i understand that we're on a podcast called anal but i think john really might be onto this whole anus thing um because we live in a world where you can throw three keywords into a google search and find an echo chamber for an us or two raccoons can you can throw them at a butthole and they can find an echo chamber too that is true they'll fit and, but you can find that <laughs> and us and that echo chamber where you don't have to do the critical thinking you can let someone else tell you they've done it for you in just a few minutes so you pull right. up biden harris adrenochrome you're gonna find that echo chamber you need to be in critical thinking not required boom you have your well, anus and 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 Rob, the 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 cherry on the top of this delicious anus is that the the things that come up with your keywords are not the things that are the most like peer reviewed, right? That are the most fact checked, right? It's who paid the most to put them at the top of the search. Capitalist gonna capitalize, right, John? Well, so yeah, I mean that's that's how SEO works. It's a thing. Search engine optimization and. Mm -hmm. I played a role in it sure for is. a previous company. That sounds and it's up just bullshit. You just you just pay I for know it. About that's it. all you do. Yeah. Yep. Of course. That's how that's how you become the top of the heap in most yeah. in, in most online medium in general. You just throw money at it and they'll put you at the top. Yeah. You can literally throw money at Google and have reviews changed or removed. Like it's Yeah. It's bullshit. Got to yeah. have them dollars. Um before we switch too far away from the COVID and insanity and all of that. Rose, how are your caseloads looking down there? Are you still seeing fly-ins from Florida and other locations? How's your bed crisis shaping up week to week? Well, um, we made two more medical ICUs. Uh, we took... Wait, 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 wait. Um, I made two more medical ICUs. Oh, you man. mean you converted two wings to handle medical ICU patients? Yeah, on different ICUs. So today I was pulled in the neuro ICU and uh, about, uh, I think like six to eight beds in the one like chunk hallway are all medical ICU. So it's like being staffed by medical ICU. It's like blocked off on like the little board. And they also opened up like another overflow unit that they only use for overflow. Uh, that Like the CVICU was down there when we were getting our floors repaired. They opened that back up. Uh, things aren't going phenomenally. We're still doing all kinds of procedures and elective procedures, which baffles me, to be quite honest with you. Like, Do you think they're trying to, like, catch up before shit gets unreal? Kind of. Like, they're just, like, going at, like, a crazy pace. I mean, they're doing way too many, like, open hearts. They're doing way too many neuro cases to, like, the, the point where, like, patients are having to sit in the PACU 
or, you know, IR or all these different places that they just got their procedures done at for hours because there isn't an open ICU bed. And then here we are like pushing to get people out of the ICU, some of which aren't super ready to be out of the ICU. But you know what? We say fuck it and do it anyways. Yeah, I had talked to another nurse who said they feel like they're in a, an extreme med surge crunch. Like they're just trying to get everything that needs done done before it gets bad. That's just where they seem to be. And I didn't really. Also, is there money to be made in elective? Like, is it just to make money? I mean, I guess, but it's kind of ridiculous. The amount of patient load that we have, like you, <laughs> they've got to be making a lot of money. I mean, for fuck's sake, people are staying for weeks. They don't want a lot of money. There's only one amount of money they do want, and it is more. And then they wonder why nurses aren't staying at the bedside. Did anybody see that Texas just like instituted some bullshit law that nurses in Texas, that if that is your local home state, you can't travel? Like yes. you can't be a travel nurse locally? And that has incredibly oh. huge implications because that is borderline medical draft. And that is. But what about your freedom? Slope. Freedom don't matter in Texas. They can constitutional carry, motherfucker. I'm hoping lots of nurses go on strike soon in Texas. That'd be good. It's going to be really bad. But for who? That's so. the thing. If the nurses go on strike, their patients will die. Yeah. It's like... Okay, you're right. I'm surprised cleaning uh, staff haven't gone on strike. They're really short. You know bad. What? It sometimes is a little bit therapeutic to clean or to fold and just like make packs if you are like very busy and you have like oh, I'm just gonna step away and I'm mopping and I'm cleaning up the poop and I'm getting all this blood off the floor. It's so nice. What the fuck? <laughs> You're blowing my mind. I've never felt that way. I'm very sorry that you have. Oh my god. I don't think it's like a bad she likes thing, it. though. That's just that's just Buddhism, man. Cleaning blood it, and poop up off the floor. No, just just finding some. Zen I mean, not like all look. at the same time or oh, anything. Oh Jesus! The saying. picture you painted was horrific. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to paint a terrible I'm picture. I'm pitching you at I... your internship. There's a dog that's just exploded, and you're like, I love oh, mopping no. this floor. Holy! Not God. even. No. no, no. <laughs> okay, so today we lifted a. Someone else lifted a patient off the table, and they, um, you know, there was some fluid and some solids that came out, and We're adults after, here. You can say poop. Well, okay. There was a lot of poop. There was a lot of pee that just, like, came out because they were still, bleh, Unconscious. Under. Yeah. And then I was just like, it's okay. Everything's fine. I'm just gonna clean all this up. And it felt really nice to clean everything up. Because you're still a good person. Someday society will beat that out of you. No. Uh, I think you're just you're just finding some zen in the mundane and the the uh, what's the what's the word? It's a T word when something's uh, tranquility. No. When so, like like math homework when it's repetitive and tedious. Tedious. Yeah. You okay. you can find like a zen moment in tedium. Just, yeah, just because you, sure. you don't have to think about anything else. You're just there doing that, and that's it. As far as I'm concerned, cleaning excrement is not tedium. That is something that is not tedium. That is definitely interesting whenever you're in that position for some reason. Not if, not if you do it all the time. Oh, and the other thing I want to talk about is, like, California is still on fire. Like, a half a million acres has burnt now. The Dixie Fire is, like, going to be the largest fire ever soon. Is that that's still a thing, right? Probably. Well, uh, no. Right. Look, look, Rob. So there, there was a flood warning today. So let's. I don't think. I Nature think that, is healing. That, <laughs> yeah, and that that balances out everywhere that's on fire, right? Because my area might may have flooded a bit, right? I mean, that's how that works. So when one place Sorry. is on fire, the other side floods to balance it out. <laughs> it's yeah, it's Zen. It's nature. Yin and yeah. Yang of nature. Water Damn. and fire. Because <laughs> that's how that works, right? Wasn't that a thing that like some senators brought like some snow into a hearing <laughs> for global warming? And it's like, look, snow exists oh, in a fucking yeah. cooler. Wasn't that a thing? Am I imagine? Am I just? Was that a fever dream that, I had, or was that real? That was that real. Sounds, okay. Yeah, that happened once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
It's hard to tell sometimes, I know, but... Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> oh, we wanted to check in with Brittany. I think there's some up good update news. Um, The biggest update is that Jamie Spears is actually just voluntarily coming off of the conservatorship. So, like, when that happens, Brittany's freed? Essentially. He's backing down. That's good. And there will be a transition to the uh, conservator that they want to be as the conservator. And then that will begin the process of actually undoing the entire conservatorship altogether. Okay, so we still have another week under the belt where Brittany is still in the conservatorship and Cosby's still free. Yeah, essentially. Oh, damn, I really didn't want to end on a bad note, but at least things are working down the line for Brittany. One of these weeks, we're going to be able to say that Brittany and Cosby are free, and then we're going to start working at reversing that other one. And then eventually she's going to go after him for um, financial abuses and, and things of that nature. So there will be that'll be very exciting. There will be legal action heading his way. So... Rochelle, you better tell Matthew that he needs to be up to date with all the hottest Britney news when it goes to the legal stuff. Oh, well, I think I'm going to go ahead and kick Craig out if you guys want to do sign-offs. I guess we can do them today. Yeah. Audience, I've been John, and this is the Anal Podcast. And, 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 and while you're doing that, contemplate this. There are only two types of things in the known universe. Ducks and not ducks. Thank you for joining us for another exciting anal probe segment, listeners. We appreciate you, the ones that stick around to the end. Don't forget, you can reach out to us at a new American Legacy at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at a new American LE1. A special thanks to all the anal podcast participants, hosts, as well as music producers and content and idea creators. The show wouldn't be possible without you, so credit where credit's due. And as always, listener, stay safe out there. 